welcome, humanoids, to another episode of Two Left Feet, the unofficial Labour Party podcast. And here's your host, me, David Vaughan, recording here from sunny North Wales. And before we move on to um, introducing the uh, co-host, I'd like to thank everyone who's listening so far. Our numbers are growing with every episode. And, um, And by all means, like and share and comment. And uh, thank you to everyone who's listened so far. But anyway, so introducing next is my co-host on the two left feet, the loving litigator, the vegetable connoisseur, the man who can, our friend, Councillor Jay Bears Oaks. Say hello, Jay. Hello. Dav, I have a concern. What's the concern? Is this podcast going out on 5G? Um, it... Are we hosted by Huawei? Uh, I can't possibly say that. It's our catering from... Well, I'll look on top of, of the Two Left Feet studio, and if our tower is burning by protesters <laughs> who think that we're trying to in, in, encourage coronavirus by broadcasting this out on 5G, then that might be the case. But I haven't looked out up on the studios to see our antennae, because obviously our listenership reach is massive mm. to all 12 people. who are listening to this on 5g Mm. i don't know it's a bit odd isn't it it's just it's come out of completely left field it's it's not even a sort of this has been the last couple of weeks now that i've seen this and some conspiracy theories you're like oh i have a read of this because it's interesting but this is just like where do you stop how how have people deduced that the chinese have created 5g to spread coronavirus from fruit bats Mm. that then and then something and something and something it, it, oh, is it to do with the bats? Oh, I don't know. Is this Bruce Wayne? Sorry. Do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> the one cult, pop culture reference I know. <laughs> what? Bruce Wayne is to do with bats. Batman. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's Bruce the, Wayne Batman. It, oh, I'm sorry, I might, I, might have, I might have disturbed that. thing is, in Gotham City, when they put the bat signal up in, in the sky, it's to call Batman out. Is that 5G? No, but when they do that... <laughs> But when they do that in China, it just means dinner's ready. Oh, <laughs> oh, dab, dab, dab. It's this. I can't. This is this is this is what's been happening. And I'll tell you what. Some of the some of the. I mean, you know, you know, people. You know, it's all you've got to make jokes and stuff. But some of it is ridiculous. Though, the amount of like anti-Chinese sentiment that's grown. It's just been. It's been a bit sort of distasteful. But it's the, but it's the Chinese disease. Oh, China. It's from China. It's from China. China. And not being China. Disac- no. That's a Donald Trump accent, by the way, not <laughs> anything else. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, so, and, and, and it's, that, it's part of that right wing movement, isn't it? To just say things that. Oh, yeah. Just to do you know, cause. It, it, do you know, a couple of weeks ago, he, he said something like, um, and it's like Spanish flu that wasn't actually from Spain, it was from here. Yeah. I like. Someone has literally told him, yeah. listen, this is how you name diseases like we did with Spanish flu. Mm. And it actually came from here, but we said it was from Spain. Mm. And then everyone called it Spanish flu. And he's so, just run with it. And he's just gone, okay, we'll call it Chinese flu. Yeah. And I know that right, that was a few weeks ago. I mean, yeah. he said, um, he said, he said. He's, so, he's, he's, hey, tell you what, Dad. He said loads of batshit crazy things <laughs> <laughs> since then. But he's, again, you know, we it it's it's tricky because we're we're seeing leaders across the con- uh, across the world getting this thing. It's yeah, a serious thing. And and Donald Trump has really underplayed this and 
it's going to be interesting to see how politically we're all going to look at these people in in, in a couple of yeah. months' time. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, there's situ- I don't really want to. Are you talking about leaders of the world? I don't really want to talk about all the bad news that's going on. Um, oh no, no, because well, we've covered it extensively. Yeah, yeah. and we'll we'll probably come back to it in the next episode. Mm. And the things that happen at the moment, I think we need a little episode away from all of that. Okay, so what we're going to talk about, Dad? Oh, right. Well, coming up on uh, episode four <laughs> on uh, the the two left feet, um, we're going to be talking about the LCF and local elections. So, local campaign forum, which is the LCF in in Wales, we're talking about. Um, well, we'll discuss AM selections and elections with the assembly members because that's coming up next year, and so are the county mm-hmm. councils for us. Uh, I'm not too sure about England though. Local elections. Well, yeah. When we want, no. I mean, when do they have their council elections? Because we, our council elections are next year. So theirs was last year. No, theirs it? was meant to be this year. Well, they do it in well, thirds. No, they do, they do different because some councils are elected in thirds and some are elected all together. Some are elected in halves. That's so, why. Yeah. That's why. Because I I saw the council elections last year from mm, England. I yeah. thought it was odd. Hang on a minute. They, they've missed. Huge sections, well, they though. they don't do them all at once. They do them at different times oh, because because they have different types of councils, which we don't as much. We have one type of local authority, which is uh, one council covering an entire Region, county. Yeah, yeah. So Denbyshire, Conway, Gwynedd, whatever other ones. <laughs> yeah, and Powys. Powys. You know, yeah, and then and, all of the southern ones. But in in England, for example, there is there is no where I used to live. There's no Derbyshire County Council. There's an Amber Valley. Borough Council, really? Yeah, and then there's, a, I think there's a council above that, and then there's, there's obviously nas- national government. That doesn't yeah. follow county boundaries. No, no, but it it follows district boundaries, borough boundaries. Yeah. Well, I never knew that. Yeah, I you know, you've heard the term borough though. That's yeah, that's, yeah, I've heard yeah, of those, but they they still exist in 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 local government formats. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't realize that. I mean, that's the thing. This this is why we have you on the show. What to be the really boring. <laughs> The the informed about minute political details. Yeah, so so England tends to have a lot more election local elections each year because they're actually different parts of different governments. And Scotland? Not sure. Don't know. No idea. Oh well, you've just there we go. Sorry. Yeah, (laughs) we we've looked behind the curtain. We've actually found out. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, we'll we'll talk. I mean, we're nearly talking about it anyway. But um, that's the later on in the show. We're just a briefly sort of talking about why become an activist. So, what is the point of you becoming an activist? Don't. And and ev- yeah, don't. <laughs> oh, if someone had just told me that a few years yeah. ago, uh, and um, yeah, and just because for for new people in the party or hmm. older people in the party who have never actually gotten involved, but um, happen to have stumbled across this podcast and listening to yeah. it, and are wondering, well, what the hell can I do? Mm. Um, we'll talk about that later on, and we'll also and the, and there's a thing for our listeners to think about as well. So do get in touch with this one. A question today: um, If you can make one policy and have it passed without with, without uh, any edits or or, mm. or or any clauses put to it or caveats, what would it be? And we'll, we'll, I'm not going to say it, but it's interesting because last time you said, "What's your favourite politician?" 
Yeah. And I was stumbled by that, and I came up with, you know... Benjamin Disraeli. Yeah, rather, rather so weird it, answer. I mean, you, you but, basically but went, you, you, went in the history books and just picked out some name that... You, but you, it's, you know, it's weird, because with this question, I... I won't say what it is until the end, but it's, I've instantly come up with the policy. Right, you'll, you, I'd want listeners, to pass. You'll, you, will, you will have to wait to the end of the podcast <laughs> yeah. to find out that the immediate policy that Jay has, has actually thought about in his head and gone, I would pass that straight away. I know what I'd pass, but you'll have to wait until the end of the podcast <laughs> yeah. to find out. Um, yeah, so that, that, that's today's show. Um, and if you do want to contact us and add your viewpoints and, and get in touch with us, you can do by email, and that's at lab- uh, labourpod at gmail.com. And you humanoids can also get in touch over Twitter and Facebook with the tag of at labourpod. Um, we still haven't quite got onto other platforms yet. We will do soon. There's still there's still, there's things in the making. Um, listeners are helping us with us. There's a few more technical people who have come back with help because I'm just I, I've never I've never actually done things with some some of these platforms before, and I'm getting great help from a lot of you people who are listening to this. So thank you very much. If you if you could do if you do like our podcasts, like them, share, subscribe, and and by all means comment. Right. So we'll move on to our first subject today, which, like I said before, is things like the LCF, which is. What, Jay? What does LCF stand for? Local Campaign Forum. And why are they important in the mechanism of the Labour Party? They let you choose, or they let the party choose, local candidates, candidates for, for local elections. So these are your council elections. Yeah. So these are your, as you said in England, your boroughs. Yeah, boroughs, district, metropolitan, and in Wales, your local authority councils. And also in some places in England as well. Yeah. So it's anything below Parliament and Assembly elections. But above village, parish, town councils. Yes, community councils. Because these rules don't apply to that no, level. Branches branch, branches pick those, branches, Gen- generally. Generally. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, just sort of, so we give a flavour and an idea. So an LCF, Local Campaign Forum, is involved in the selection of our councillors, you know, mm-hmm. uh, regional councillors. Yeah. Why then, in, in a lot of areas, and I've seen this across the whole country in different forums and boards and everything, why are LCFs so tough to form and try and continue and trying to um, actually function? Because like I said in a previous episode, I have never seen an LCF meeting. I have never known of an LCF meeting in our area over the last five years. And given that we are a year away from our council elections... Why the hell have we not seen an LCF meeting? There's multiple issues. The first one, to answer your question directly, is that LCFs are difficult to form because they almost always involve the cooperation of multiple constituency parties, CLPs. And a constituency party is the party that covers your constituency, and most constituencies don't cover a local authority area. So ours, for example, Cloyd West, covers two counties, Conway and Denbyshire, and we have been trying to set up a local campaign forum for Denbyshire, which would involve the involvement of three separate constituency parties. Yeah. Because there's three separate constituencies. The second answer to your question is that the reason you haven't attended a local campaign forum meeting, and you probably won't do, most members won't, is because they're not open meetings. They're generally viewed to be closed meetings. It's debatable whether you should have an open meeting to get one set up, 
it's debatable whether you should have an open one every so often to for review and to make sure things are being yeah because held that's, that, that, that already seems a little bit they're, 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 they are bigger rule based questions in terms of the way um, LCFs form and their name has changed recently but um, most people still know them as local campaign forums and um, Wait, what's what's the name change I can't remember was that in the last conference <laughs> they've they've just updated the rule book and ah, right, the, okay. um, yeah I have to double check the name but. Um, it's it's government campaign group or something like local government campaign group or something like that. It's just um, it's to make it more um, you know linked with what it actually does. Rather yeah, than rather than campaigning. Name. Well, it used to be called county parties. Yeah, I thought I thought it was, and they still often are referred to as that. In old rules, they were referred to as um, in some standing orders still of of regional county parties, parties. They're referred to as the county parties. Yeah. Okay. So with it within that, so just for for the listeners who have no idea, they are sort of going, okay, I sort of get it. What exactly is the function? What do they do? The best way of talking about it is if you yourself wanted to be selected by our party to become, become an a council candidate. Yeah. So you have an intention. I want to become yeah. a a, a councillor for my the first thing borough got, or county. The first thing you've got to do is to decide where you're going to stand. Okay, so which ward you're going to stand in, which is a, the local election area. What are the rules of those? Because I'm I'm sure there's rules of you've got to live or work in you the... You have to mile. live or work within a three mile miles. or three miles, yeah. Of of the boundary of that yeah. ward. You have to have a connection with that ward. Yeah. It can't just be somewhere else. So you can't just stand in yeah. some place so on the other side of the when country. You, when you know that, you will speak, you will then have to go, you have to see whether your LCF has chosen your ward as a, as a target seat essentially right um whether they're focused on that area they may not know yet or that may not be something they think about it depends on the lcf and whether they're functioning or not that's a slightly to an aside question i mean you've said that that might not be a focus Mm. which sort of implies that not all wards not all cfs will not all lcfs will will think about targeting seats they'll just think about well we're going to challenge all of them it depends on the LCF. Well, hang on, in, in the party rules is that we should be able to challenge all seats. But there's also a party rule which says LCFs are charged with targeting seats which are most likely to win. But then that surely is in a position where, where the resources go to. Yes, so that's Not... the compromise. That shouldn't the, the, the argument shouldn't then become, well, we won't put candidates up in that seat. It should be... We'll put a candidate up, but they need to know that we're not going to view that as a target seat. So they don't get the resources. Yeah. And, and, and then you get into other problems with candidates being, you know, understandably annoyed that they're not going to be considered a, a target seat. Yeah, because they might be standing in a heavily Tory area. But you just, you've just got to take it. That's the way of that's the way of activism. But then, yeah, but then that, that's the whole... I mean, mm. the way I see it is, okay, stand in that seat, because it, it doesn't cost anything to the party to stand in a council election, does it? I don't think there's no bond or, it, or there's no... Uh, no, I think you just have to be nominated. I think that's, yeah. that's the key. I'm not you, sure you have to pay... Um, no, well, there's no uh, well, fee. Well, no, you have to be um, yeah, nominated by someone and seconded by mm. however many people and then yeah. present it to the, the, the returning officer. But before you do that, you can do that and then stand as an independent. But if you, again, party rules, if you stand against a Labour candidate, you know, you, you could be expelled. What if you don't... If, what if there's no Labour candidate? That's an interesting question and I don't have an answer to it uh in my view i if, if it came up in my constituency i would find it very uncomfortable that they hadn't gone through the proper channels yeah but because there's a reason that doesn't mean i would stop it because i i part of me is against the next part of the process which we'll discuss now yeah when you apply 
to the LCF to be a candidate. I want to be. I want to stand as a candidate in in um, wherever this ward, yeah. wherever it may be, or any ward in this area that I have a connection with. It might be multiple. You might, you know, um, have different offices you work in. It might be possible for you to do that, and that's something some people should consider. Uh, you have to apply to the LCF, and then you may have an interview or something like that, where they will then put you on what's called an approved list. And that means you have been approved as a candidate. They can't find anything bad on you. You're not going to bring the party into disrepute. You clearly have the values of the party. And as a secondary concern, you're going to be a good councillor. Right. Right? So you're on the approved list. Okay? There's nothing in the party rules from stopping you going ahead and getting that nomination sorted to be the councillor. Right. So then, okay, so say you've gone through the process, you've Mm -hmm. decided, yes, I'm going to stand. You have gone to the LCF you've been approved mm-hmm. what if you what if you don't get approved from the LCF then arguably you can't stand in that seat under the labor banner under the labor banner mm-hmm. at all no. ever again no not ever again you can have another go with that um so next, you can have the next a, process and you can appeal around. um it's uh, not I'm not sure what the process is for appealing but I'm sure you, I'm sure you should be able to appeal yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm just I'm just sort of exploring well they the... tend that the LCF tends to pick interview panels and interview panels will make decisions um and then how is that panel formed from the lcf and how's the lcf formed from the agreements various agreements and standing orders of of the 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 different parties involved this is why it's so difficult to set up because you need the agreements of all the constituency constituency parties parties involved to agree how to set the lcf up there are model rules about who once it's set up who is entitled to attend who's entitled to vote so for example the leader and deputy leader of a county group are allowed to attend all meetings and vote in them, for example, because you know you got to have they've got to have some say in how their party, you know, party in the council chamber is going to be formed. Yeah, um, and I suppose who they can work with and yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then that sort of breeds sort of uh, um, there are a lot of culture. problems with that. Model. Yeah, because... a lot of problems with that model. And um, the one I touched on before was the approved list system. The idea that you are, you know. Approved. The, well, yes, gatekeeping. Yeah, you know, depending on who's in that group, in that committee, the forum, they're they're gatekeeping who can be a candidate, who shouldn't, and and that's fine because in some ways, so you know, you always have some sort of oversight. So when we're picking parliamentary candidates or assembly assembly members, there is oversight from the National Executive Committee and the Welsh Executive Committee, which we've spoken about before, and they sort of make sure things are being done properly, but they don't intervene in the democratic process i think that system should be replicated so with it so within the lcf there is no involvement from nec or for us wec that's not true i think there's the the regional regional directors are able to get involved and they should be made so be involved so then so staff labor staff so regional director for the for the listeners is a paid position within the party regional organizers organizer yeah. yeah There's a paid position within the party, and they they they, they administer. They just administrate. They make yeah. sure everything is happening. And that's important for selection processes because in certain laws, selection comes under employment. You know, you are you're, you know you're picking someone for a job, yeah. and count, county council is slightly different because arguably it's volunteering. I mean, you do get you know you can get a wage for it, and you can get expenses. Is it a wage or is it a grant? I'm not sure. Because, because I, I had this conversation with someone that said it's not a wage, it's not, it's not classified as a wage. It is a a compensation for someone's time 
I suppose it is a wage, I suppose. Well, I came across a funny little rule in my um, in my job the other day. Yeah. Something called a counsellor's allowance. Yeah. Where under certain benefits, local benefits, you're entitled to exemptions. Like, you're entitled like to your counsellor's wage, in, in quotes, to not be included. So, so there must be something something different about that that amount of money you can get as a counsellor, which makes it not a wage, in terms of the rules. But yeah. that's quite technical. I'm not sure how relevant. It that sounds is. as though someone's created a clause for their own gain there at some no. point. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm you know just sort of in my head. I think yeah. I mean, but that that does not apply to parish town councils. No, they don't get anything. I mean, nothing. We we we. <laughs> we because um, you're a part you're, of this group, you're yeah. a town councillor. We can choose to claim expenses, and that can go up to a certain amount automatically. If the, if there is a genuine, no, you can't. You there there, there is an allowance which you can Cl- claim just for your general expenses. For your time? No, not for your time. It's meant to go towards printing, communication, the electricity you arguably use doing for... your job. Okay. Well, some city, some city district councillors will, will have it will be quite full on because it's yeah. I mean, in our particular council, there's a general rule that we don't claim that, and and I personally don't claim it, and because I d- I don't think en- enough of my time or resources is is spent to that. You know. So yeah, it's, but, it's but in, subject, some, in some subjective places, to wherever you, you yeah, happen some to be. places I think you should Need it. you should claim it really because you must be spending quite. I would hope you're spending quite a long, a large amount of your time to represent your represent your your people. local parish. Yeah. Okay. Um. So given that, like I said, our council elections are a year and a month away. Oh God! Really? <laughs> yes. Uh, which will also tie in with police. <laughs> And crime commissioner, which, is, yeah. which we said a couple of episodes ago, is a stupid title. You did, but yeah, I said, well, I see, see it is a stupid title. Mm-hmm. Police and a uh, policing of crime commissioner, not police and crime commissioner, because you're not commissioning crime. I'm not engaging with you. Oh, just, just, just this, it just it, it annoys me, Jay. It annoys me. I'm not engaging with you. Oh, t- okay. Anyway. So that's coming. It's that's coming next year, and we also have our national assembly for Wales elections. Yeah, which does Scotland run at the same time? <laughs> you keep asking me questions. I don't know the answer. I th- I'm sure they do. I'm, They've I mean, been known to. It's often. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure Holyrood and Stormont do this as the same as the Senate. Yeah, pretty much. I think. I think it's, mm. it's on the same schedule because they all got created at the same time. So they yes, must, they did. So, so they must go on the Stormont same. might be different. Because they've been suspended a few times, so they might. Well, they're be back now. Time. Yeah, but they got sus- they they actually got stopped. Like the yeah, parliament then, got yeah, dissolved but... and then reassembled, so they could be at a different time. Well, no, surely they they go they their parliamentary term is at the same time, so they let. Okay, we'll find out about that next year. I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not dwelling on that. I started giving Dav constitutional daggers to indicate that he should stop talking. Because yeah. <laughs> And I, and, I, and I took those daggers as being, I don't care. Yeah, also, yeah I don't care what yeah. you think about. Yeah. Anyway, so we've got quite a few elections coming up. And okay, for us personally here in sunny North Wales, visit one day, just not now. Because as a lot of people say, Wales is closed. Yes. We've already got our candidate for the um, Policing of Crime Commissioner. Yep. Policing of Crime Commissioner. Anyway. We don't have, in our particular area, a candidate for 
Assembly. Nope. And we have no candidates apart from the incumbents for County Council. And even on that side of things, we don't know how many of those are going to carry on. No. Because I don't know. A lot of Some of them I know personally. Some of them I don't. Some of them I have brief interactions with. But I don't know their personal situations. I don't know if they're going to carry on. No. I, and I know from certain people in the area and other assembly uh, seats, there's debate whether they might carry on or not. Well, you don't know. In many places, there'll be oppositional councillors as well who might be standing down. They haven't been challenged in years. Yeah. And, and it's a good chance for us to get in. And when we need, you know, that's what local campaign forums are for, finding that kind of stuff out. And asking those questions. Mm. But then my, my question is, is that it's the timescale thing of... We are obviously, this is, with everything that's going on at the moment, and it doesn't look like there's much of an end in sight, and I, okay, and I could appreciate things are getting worse. And, um, oh, we're not, like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to do that one today, but with everything that's getting worse. There's a necessary pause at the moment. Yeah. To these sort of big questions about what's happening in the future. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't mean we can't talk about it. No, no. But, but then, then this thing, when we come, when... Whatever we have left comes back into normalness, mm. whatever that might be after all of this. How much time are we going to need? Because you say it's a, it's a difficult process to get the LCF formed. It's a difficult process to then try and what approve I, candidates what and get I don't through that want, process. What I don't want, and I don't want other constituencies to have, is doing it all at the end and then the process is gatekeeping and it is yeah. about your mates and, and who you know getting in and the people you don't know you know you're not because sure they're, because they're not given the chance yeah. or opportunity and, and seats not being targeted properly oh, and that, funds not being allocated properly like we, a, we've discussed yeah, that we before. have discussed that that yeah. irritates and there me. will be if you don't step up as an activist this is one way you could be an activist to go on to our next discussion if, if you know if there's if there's one thing you need to know is that if you don't step up and show your interest in a particular area, it will be ignored. Yeah. You know, because it's like a bus stop. If a, if a bus stop's never provided for, or no one shows interest in it, they'll stop sending buses there. And then they'll say, oh, well, no one's interested in it. That's why we stopped sending buses there. You've got to show and continue to show interest in an yeah. area. And especially when local campaign forums are not doing their job properly. No. And it is it is a shame to see. But we, and I think, I think we're sort of in agreement with this is that we no. need, well, and this, on this particular thing, I think we do need to put pressure on different, I mean, not just this area, across the country. There is a point where it would be nice to see that in an area we're trying to fight and trying to switch and, and, and get them voting Labour for a change, because there's areas that are just staunch, whatever they mm. are. And, you know, that if we had a candidate in place and approved two years before the election of of whichever whichever yeah. ward so they can have time to build up a reputation to get over with well, voters, to be a voice to be able to be that community spirit and and be that person within the community to be able to show and demonstrate out of office mm. that they're effective imagine what they could I, do I know, I know, in their seat i know plenty of candidates who have not been elected or who do you know who have been elected but they weren't elected but they they will still say for that period, I was a representative. Yeah. I got their voices heard. I wasn't official. I wasn't elected. But I still had that role. Yeah. And we need we need more people doing that in places we haven't touched in a while. Yeah. And, 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 and that's where 
incumbents tend to have a bit more advantage is the fact that they've been within the community mm. for longer. So then it's seen, oh, well, they do a lot for us, so they stay in. In areas where we're not in, certainly in those areas, especially around this area that we happen to be in, is that it's frustrating that we could have community leaders within the party who we know then are going to be our candidates because mm. they're approved. Yeah. And they've gone through the process already. Mm-hmm. We're not asking, I mean, I certainly not from my point, not asking people to, you know, have to be forced into doing things mm. that they don't want. We want to be able to make sure that we move forward together and properly and have these things in place properly. And it irritates me when there's a lot of, like you say, gatekeeping happening from the outset. Mm-hmm. And it ultimately the people who lose out are the general public. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's we're trying to make a better community for them. Yeah. We see how we can make it better and improve upon the community and try and, and try and get everyone to a safe level to then blossom into whatever they want to be. Mm-hmm. But we can't do that if internal things, because whether it's just laziness or just can't be arseness or, or whatever. Factionalism. Or all that. That old chestnut. Yeah. Whatever it is, because that harms not us, mm. it harms our community. Yeah. And we've got to look at the bigger picture on that. But then for anyone who who wants to stand, that's the process pretty much. Oh, apart from one thing, is doesn't it go back to the branches after LCF that the, our membership then agrees that they're candidates? Every selection process must have an element of democracy where if a candidate is approved and then they want to stand they want to continue standing in that ward yeah that ward's membership should be able to select them formally yeah formally selection so. or, or say we don't want them yeah? yeah and in some cases there have been cases where where candidates have been imposed we we know that you know that's a yeah because it's a, it's a mad rush at the end yeah well yeah and also if it's a seat where there needs to be a candidate because we've got a good chance of winning and you know for whatever reason and they throw anyone in yeah and they just who's on the approved list yeah yeah, and that's and that and that's and that mad rush is something. There's pros and cons. We should we shouldn't. We... There's pros and cons, but it definitely becomes more of a con the the longer you, huh, in two senses of that word, the longer you leave it. Yeah. If you don't give enough time, it it becomes just just a a show. Yeah, I mean this is the I I always go by a phrase: fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Yeah, and preparation is key. Mm. And if we're going to move forward, and there's a new leader and New cabinet and new Labour, not new Labour, but new new Labour, mm-hmm. new new old new Labour, whatever we, whatever we said last time. Um, we need to be able to jump on that refreshed start and start now and plan now and get the groundwork in now mm. because this is this is this is years of project that hasn't happened and for as long as I've been in the party hasn't happened for whatever reason. Don't really care on the reason; it just hasn't happened and it's wrong. But there we go. Okay, before we finish with this topic, how do you feel about next year's assembly elections? I think it's going to be a tricky one because, you know, the Labour Party has been in power for a long time in Wales. We perhaps need to realise that perhaps a break would be a good thing. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, this might, say that? this might be quite a like an overarching abstract argument. But, you know, if I said to you, what does Mark Drakeford look like? Does he look like a, a prime minister or a first minister? Or does he look like a civil servant? I think he looks like Mark Drakeford. Well, okay. I would say he looks like a civil servant, and a lot of them do. I think that 
for for a lot. I, I look at both sides of the assembly, and I see one side which is, you know, the government, and they've been in charge for a long time. They're a bit grey, they're a bit, you know, it's all gone a bit slow and a bit tired. And then there's the other side which have got big political figures. They're quite showoffy. They're quite, you know, vagrant. You've got, I mean, Adam Price. Um, you've got R.T. Davis. You've got, you know. The other one, <laughs> the Liberal Democrat one. She's the only one left. Oh yeah, that's a that's yeah. a big character. Yeah. <laughs> that one, isn't it? But there's, um, and then the the, the Plaid Cymru, um, the Anwood woman, the Anwood, yeah. yeah. And all of these ones, they get out there and they they can be the opposition and they they dig into our party all the time. And See, maybe I'm not asking for a break. Maybe I'm asking fight this election like you get like you're going to lose and yeah. you need to stay in power because because, because us in power are, is better. Than some symbolic coalition of whatever it of is. whatever it would be of Tory Plaid, yeah, and and you know and let Plaid turn into the Liberal Democrats of of the, of, the yeah. of this early decade, you know, um the you know we we but we need to acknowledge that if we carry on pretending like at Welsh Conference we spoke about this before, pretending it's all amazing we've done a brilliant job, self-congratulatory, self-congratulatory yeah, nonsense, the back, yeah. we are going to lose, and if we do because of that. Maybe we should just have a break. I, I, you know? I, and and this is and this is a thing of complacency where anyone in an elected position who feels complacent mm. should not be there no. at all ever. No. They're they're a danger. They're a danger mm. to the public because as soon as you get complacent, you get lazy. Yeah. As soon as you get lazy, you don't do your job, and when you don't do your job, that's the, that's the danger. Yeah. In stop any, doing. And it's not just Labour, that's that's on all sides. Because mm-hmm. to be fair, considering that the Tories are a a opposition party in Wales, they are the government of the United Kingdom, mm. they're, they're lazy as hell. I don't... I don't there's well, more, they're an awful government. Oh, yeah, no, no, I mean, oh, I mean, sorry. as an opposition in, in, the, in the Assembly. Oh, they don't do much. That's, no. my, that's partly my point. They, no, they, they, do, they do bugger yeah, all. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I, 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 we have a... Tory representative round here who I never see do anything at all. No. I, d- I can't. I can't. I can't think of anything that I go. Oh, he did that. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That was sorted out by him. Nothing. I've met him. He's nice. He has been a good constituency MP for some people. You know, there are good AM. Sorry, and there are good constituency AMs in our area. Because we have a funny, we have a system in Wales, the same, similar in Scotland, but we don't, it's not in England. We have regional. We have regional AMs as well yeah. as constituency AMs um, to give it a sort of more proportional system. I mean, one of our regional AMs is Clear Up Griffith. Yeah. I like. Well, he's he's helped my family a lot with yeah. various things. He's, he's a great constituency AM. But he, he actually, he's, he's um, very impassioned and productive about yeah. what he does. Mm. And he, he's very effective. He runs he around in the area, so he jogs. Does he? Yes. And he's like, I usually see. It. It's like, yeah, you're right. I, I usually see him at the football. <laughs> oh right, okay. Well, go go watch the football. Yeah. So I will. Yeah. Anyway, um, but then that's the kind of of positive representative that I would expect from everyone. Yeah. Now I'm not mm-hmm. saying that most of the Labour AMs aren't. I mean, there's a significant amount who are. But it's just mm. over the years that there's well, it's, been. It's the curse of of of. I mean, we've been in power for 20 years. Yeah, and some people have been there for the 20 years. Yes, that, yes. if it was the it's case that, that we, we regularly swap things around or had term limits or something like that, it would it yeah. would be or even different. Or even you know. open reselection. 
Mandatory reselection. I, I don't feel like having that conversation. Well, no, it, it's not that. It just it just keeps people on their toes. I, I think there should always be a demo, an internal party yeah. democratic mandate. But there should be a way of saying, "Listen, we think you're we're done with you now. Pa- you, yeah, you've you've brought your ideas, mm-hmm. you've enacted mm-hmm. your ideas, you've done well, but this is it mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. We that person's got better ideas. We as a democratic party, we need to move on." Yeah, pro, pro, when they progress re- is not progress. Here's a history lesson. Oh, go on. When they reformed the House of Lords, Lady J, who was appointed at the time to reform in the in 1998, she um she she said, and I thought she said it rather horribly. But I thought it was a nice speech anyway. She said, "We would just like to say to our hereditary peers, our friends and colleagues, we've enjoyed the, our time together. We've enjoyed your discussions and debates and your input, but thank you and goodbye." And maybe in some of these cases, we should, we should be saying a similar thing. Similar, to, yeah. It's hard, it's tough. Yeah, because they they've been you know brilliant servants, yeah. stalwarts of of creating a, a labour a labour yeah. movement in Wales, absolutely. But it's it's twenty but then years. That's, that's that's power. Power does funny things to people. It, it tires them out. Not even funny things. It, it's just emotionally draining and psychologically draining. Yeah. Yes. I should know as a town councillor. Well, yeah, of course, of course. Um, right, so yeah, if, if any of you have any opinions on that, and I'm sure there's a couple of opinions on that which which might rile a few people up, but you know, that's what we do at this podcast. We throw in the hard questions and explore the depths of reality and what is the Labour Party in all aspects. And um, if, if, you, if you do happen to disagree with us or agree with us or want to comment, by all means, get in touch, you humanoids. On the email, labourpod at gmail.com. Twitter and Facebook, the handle is at labourpod. And all good podcasting platforms that are coming up, uh, do subscribe, like and share, and comment on any of those posts. So, with that in mind, we'll move on to our next topic for today's show. And we were, talk- well, I mean, we're talking about it briefly in the first, which is... Why become an activist? I mean, what what benefits are there to becoming an activist? Why would you do it? Why would you bother? What what could you do? I mean, these are the questions. And I know I have personally, I've had a couple, a bit of involvement with me branch and CLP in the past. I haven't read. I haven't got. I haven't done anything for a while. Just now. your CLP. You're the Welsh Party. You've been you've been involved at every level. Have I? Of our regional part. Yes. Have I? Yes, the uh, motion to conference. Oh, yeah. That we'll leave for another day. Oh, that. No, yes, that, I agree. That, we won't talk about let's, it. Let's n- next time on. <laughs> no, not next time. Not not next couple of times. Okay. <laughs> I mean, to be, to be fair, on that subject, I'm probably still angry. We, we've broadly discussed it previously with how Welsh conference Discussed it. Yes, that's the one. Discussed. It. Well, I was disgusted. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway, um, yeah, but but then, okay, bringing it back to how and why people would activism. get involved. Activism, yeah. yeah. Why is it important in the Labour movement to have activists, is the question. How would you answer that? Going from talking about when people should have a break and, you know, because they've become emotionally drained, the opposite of that is when, you know, you're so pent up and emotionally you know, stressed about the ongoing situation that you that you want to get involved somehow. Activism is one very useful way of doing that. By activism, we don't just mean going out and knocking on doors. We mean that the multiple ways in which you can get involved in the party all matter. I don't particularly like knocking on doors. 
it's probably because I have quite a lot of face-to-face work in my job as it is so knocking on doors I find to be the sort of extra thing I need to do so I get involved in other ways I run party mechanisms I interpret yeah, party rules because you're a massive geek for rules something like that and other people such as my good friend over here are massive nerds when it comes to policy who when it comes to certain policy aspects so and that is How? that is that is an, sorry I, 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 I take important... a, I take offense okay. to that dear sir <laughs> call me a nerd Sorry, geek. Um, or Not a geek. I geek out on, <laughs> on things like the Green Green New Deal, but you're the pencil neck geek The point here. is, is that if if there is a particular policy even, or a particular area that you feel the party should be talking more about, that's a form of activism you can get involved in. Yeah. The point about activism, and probably why a lot of people find it quite scary to do, is that it can mean anything. Yeah, but it... it... A lot of people seem to think that, oh, if you're an activist, that means you're, you know, you're tying... Your, your trousers to a flagpole and you're writing all I only sorts did of that once. I don't know why you keep bringing it up. Anyway, we'll move on from that. So what sort of roles can people play is is, is one of the questions. So you, you sort of briefly went on whatever you find interesting. Because there because, are some... because I don't like saying I mean, the different jobs you can right, do. Okay, but that puts people it, off. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is the thing. Every role or job mm-hmm. is important yeah in its own little way in branch or in the clp or even above that because i you know you tried for above and didn't get it because you didn't campaign for it but <laughs> but you don't have to campaign for these they are they are you're meant to help and aid your branch and clp yeah so even even if it's just chair chairing secretary treasurer bloody 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 blah all the different roles, they all mean something. They all help to the movement. They, they're they not labour-intensive. Because the thing is, and I, and I, I find with um, activists in the party, sometimes you get a couple of people doing everything. Well, you do. You do now. I mean, I, mean, I don't, you know, I don't complain about, especially now because there has been a bit of a pause, but the, you know, my, my volunteer role is quite labour-intensive because, one, I don't, feel like I should delegate to, to other people and that's my problem but also because there aren't enough people who either feel confident or haven't offered themselves up or don't feel able to do some of the some of the stuff that needs doing yeah which to be fair yeah. isn't a lot no it's no, not I a mean, lot all, all, all of these roles and jobs they're very they're going to cut down you can put as much effort in it as you want yeah but in in especially CLPs where you struggle for people to fill those roles any advancement on nothing is better. Oh yeah, and it, oh, I know there are CLPs that that have multiple amounts of people who want the mm, same role, mm. which is brilliant. And if you're in a CLP like that, and you have a, you end up having an election or a CLP meeting mm. or, a, or a, um, an AGM. That's brilliant. But then it also offers a clear, distinct choice for the CLP and its movement and mm. where it wants to go as a region, because within that region, then. They can develop on the ideas and conversations they've had with the public, and then that gets back to the representatives, and the representatives are able to represent correctly, mm-hmm. for, especially for their region. That is democracy, and every little role and part within it helps. Now, even if someone doesn't have an official role or title within a CLP, mm-hmm. there's all sorts of other things that can be done. I mean, I know uh, Chester CLP, Chester Central. Is that the... I think that might... Yes. I know they, in the 2015-2017 elections, have done an amazing job there. Mm. 
but but they've engaged with the voters so much, and they on their supposedly they're a well-oiled machine there, where everyone has a part to play, no matter how well, small. This it is, is something we need to move away from as a party, and that's the focus on bureaucracy and the focus on roles. I completely agree with that. I think moving to a system where it is jobs for everyone. This is a phrase you yeah. you use quite a lot, and and that's what Chester Chester have done, yeah, and yeah. other CRPs have done, where it is literally pick up a spade and get digging. Yeah, yeah. And roll up your sleeves. If you're good, at, if you're good at a particular aspect of digging, will make you do more of that and make you in charge of, of other things or give you. It's not. It's more, not so much know, in charge. Not in charge. I don't mean in charge. I mean responsible for well, other everyone things. is able. More hands lighten the load. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I would like to. I'd personally like to see a lot more people step up mm. and be, especially in our region, because you know we're. We're miles from anywhere, and it's a massive CLP. Well, it's all spread out, isn't it? It's all massively spread out. Yeah. We are a, a different case. I know some people who might be listening to this might understand what I mean. If you're in a CLP that's quite dense and, and doesn't cover a large area, you'll be thinking, well, this doesn't apply to us. It, it depends where you are. It's all subjective. But a role within your CLP, within your branch, is important. Plus, on the benefit side, you get to, you get to, get to know a bunch of people... Mm. Within the party, you end up becoming your friends. Yeah. Because the more people who are mixing and integrating within these positions and within mm. these jobs, you get to know people, you get to talk to people, and then you and you build a community within your local party. Yeah, and absolutely. That's, and that's important too, mm. because that's one thing where I find in recent years, you have this polarizing party between, you know, factions again. Mm. Is that if they actually mixed a bit more? Well, this is the thing. And if, find if, out, yeah. Find out what's more in common with each mm. other than what they're against each other. Mm-hmm. It'd have been much if we, better if we didn't have the mixing we did with our, our little group of you know because the, the way the way it seems to have formed in our party is that we have a sort of smaller group of active members and then a slightly wider group who do communicate regularly and get yeah. involved in meetings and then a wider group who don't you know they pay their subs and they want to know what's going on but that's enough for them and that's fine. But we do want more to get involved. Yeah. The 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 activist group they're, they're all my friends. And the the last election, Dav, if you know if we didn't have us lot together in, in that in that counting hall, oh god. If I was sat at home, I would have left that. I would have thought I'm done. I'm absolutely done. Which I but think it's a because few people of did. a few people must have done. And I don't blame you for it. But the solidarity you get from activism, yeah, because we is, all, we, is one of the biggest payoffs yeah, for me. We all picked ourselves. Up and yeah, I mean, they, they were. I mean, they're not talking too much about that night because there were people who were quite upset. Yes, and it's it's still upsetting, but you 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 get help from your friends. Yeah, we time, all we all, you, we're you know? all there for each other, and yeah. and, then, and that's why activism's necessary. Yeah, if we all did work for the party on our own, it wouldn't work. You have to work together and lighten the load, so to speak. Yeah, because like that's yeah. the thing: mm. more hands lighten the load. Yeah. But okay, so moving on from that, how would someone get involved? If if someone's listening to this now is going, do you know what? Yes, okay, I I, I want to help because given what's happened in recent weeks with the National Labour Party and people don't need to dwell on that, you won't have an effect on the top of the table, but you do have a massive effect in your community. Yeah. And that's where, the, if you tr- and this is my thing, if you truly do believe in the Labour movement, and the Labour movement isn't about, you know, whatever it's perceived to be in the, in, in the media, 
it is a case of it is a community coming together for the benefit of the community. It is strength in numbers. Mm. It's not the individual who's taking advantage of a large number of people because that's the way it's always been done. It's the belief that we are stronger together. I mean, Christ, that's that's the that's the mantra of the Wales football team. It's all and has been for the last few years. Stronger together, and when we do come together, mm. we as a unit are greater than the sum of all our parts. And that's where people need to focus now, either way, on local, well, local politics, but it's it's local community activism yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. But if people do want to get involved within the party and start building that relationship, how would you say is the, the, the best way of starting that? I think, I would say a meeting is a good way to start, but meetings are often intimidating and can be quite, they're, they're very particular kind of activism which is very internal and very plan-based and dry. You know, most parties, I think, should, in, in the coming time, it's diff- again, it's difficult because it's so... thing is, we can't... It's, it's, we I, can't, can't I can't urge you to attend yeah, well, campaign sessions. I, I, this is the know. thing. Mm. Campaign... Well, say oh, the I me- do have a good answer. Say, though, say, say, the, say the meetings. The meetings are necessary. We have mm. to have those. That's yeah. part of how it works. And, you mm. know, we, we need to do that but go on how would you you answer i think joining if you can find your local labor groups facebook page if they have one if they have one yeah and if they don't email your secretary that's on your membership card that they should set one up or that you'll offer to set one up if that's something you want to do um if they don't already have one if they don't have already yeah don't set up one if there already is one yeah that's really important (laughs) i can't someone did that to me that'd be really upsetting but um but we've got several um, which we might slim down, but a re- it's a really good thing to join because they're talking about all sorts. And at the moment, I imagine a lot of them are talking about how to keep activism moving yeah. whilst we're having this pause. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, and in, in this current climate, it's probably all done virtually. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if people don't feel comfortable in meetings because they're too long and arduous and boring, what about mm-hmm. campaign days? Yeah, so campaign day is a good one because it's a way to meet people without meeting them, I find. So you're meeting, generally the focus is to knock on doors and say hello to people, right? Or phone so, people up. Or phone, phone people up. And that, so the only time you're you're really meeting people and getting to know people are the small moments when you're walking from door to door or between phone calls. And that is a really good time just to have small talk and get to know people. Gently, without then, it being a big thing. And the thing, on, on, on additional on that, when mm. you live in the hills of Wales and you're going up and the, up and down the hills, <laughs> there's a little bit of exercise with it. If yeah. it, it does, it does feel like a keep fit session as well. Yes, it's always. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's very, yeah, yes, for for for, for myself. Oh yeah, I mean the yeah. the, 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 the I just realised why I don't like doing. Uh, door yeah, knocking. you don't like. Yeah. I, I, I love door knocking. It's like right, I've got an opportunity and get my Fitbit on. I can go, I could do... 20,000 like, steps well, Okay, later. let's not be stupid. You know, <laughs> get me daily goal of 8,000 steps, mm-hmm. get that in, you know, mm-hmm. however many KCAL's done. It, it's. I know, I know I'm joking about that, but it sort of ties in. It's not Oh, you're not the only the one. After the last election, loads of members were saying it's a really, it is a really good way to keep fit. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a good way to keep busy, street, you know, get your mind going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And as well... You actually start start learning who's in your community. Yeah. And you get to know your community a bit better. Mm-hmm. And, you you know, you start talking to people on the doorstep. And I mean, I know when I've done it in the past and you start talking to people, 
Ah, oh, no, I've been invited. Come in for a coffee and a biscuit. No, and he's like, no. Dav has a weird skill. I, what, what do you mean weird skill? It's not a weird skill. It's just a skill. He's been able... He's he get, You get invited in a lot more than other people do. Yes, because I'm an attractive young man. Okay. <laughs> not for that reason. No, not for that. <laughs> not for that reason. I just... I'm just, you know... He, he and the fellow colleague are often invited in for a cup of tea simply because we take the approach in our constituency, I don't know where else to do it, of of having a conversation and listening, yeah. not just necessarily taking who they're going to vote for and walking away. Yeah, I, w- I always find that too rude. Yeah. I can't do that. Mm. And I, th- I think that's an important part of activism, which might be something you have to persuade your local party to do, which is, shall we do a few listening campaigns where we just go around when it's not election time and just yeah. have a chat with Find people. out what's going on. Yeah, because that's, that's something we found which... Out, yeah. the, the only, you know, then you've obviously got to enact on what you found out and it, which is something that the more regional parties with less volunteers will struggle, will struggle to do with, and, we, and we've struggled we've struggled with mm. and worse when you have no representation anywhere yes yeah and then it's it's a, you are literally relying on volunteers yeah because then because then you send an email letters off. Yeah. yeah you send an email or a letter off and you don't get any responses no. and you get as much response as the person you were listening to yeah. but for you to then report back to a branch of CLP meeting, that's invaluable mm. because then that says, right, this is the this is the problem in this area, mm-hmm. and you learn a lot. I know when I've done it, I can't just walk up to a door, knock on, you know, rudely, are you voting Labour? Are you not? Mm-hmm. How dare you? And then walk off, or, 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 or to that extent, that's not quite ostentatious. Do but... you use that accent as well? Yes. How dare you? <laughs> I go there and I say I'm from Labour. No. If 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 I always find if you make an ar- I've got all this if you make an arse of yourself on the doorstep and uh, you you know you've you've kicked their begonias or you've broken their their their, their little toadstools or what little gnomes or whatever and you've made a complete tit out of yourself as you've knocked on the door they're angry as hell and they're getting hot on you you've disturbed them or you let their dogs out or whatever just say. I'm, Oh, I'm from your local Tory party candidate. No, don't do that. Also, don't... Why not? Just don't say anything. Walk away. And don't commit criminal damage on other people's property. No, no, no leave it as you <laughs> yeah, found yeah, it. Don't kick over gnomes like, or gates or... No, you don't intentionally do it. Not that I've ever done it. Unless because... they say they're voting Tory. No, don't. No, no. No, 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 no. No, you, like when you walk in the countryside, you leave it as you found it. That's it. Countryside oh, code. Yeah. Gates mm-hmm. are kept closed and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, see, but then, you know, you, you have fun. You have fun while you, while you do it. And you have, and, and even with the people it's you It's very to, rare you knock on someone's door and they're horrible enough that even if they are voting a different way, you can't still have a laugh with them. Yeah. It's it's very rare I mean, that they're I, just like I don't want to. I talk mean, to in, you. apart from the last election, mm. where, yes, that was where, different. Where people were getting yeah, very. Hot but then, but the, but the thing is, the media had, had wound people up so much mm-hmm. that there was no. It was the winter as well, and it was the winter, you know, and it was cold, and yeah. you don't want to. And that was the only time where you know it was snapped. It was a different election. Yeah, it? yeah, much, yeah. much, mm-hmm. much different. There was angry people on the doorstep, mm-hmm. but most of the time, if if you go on a nice day of, or or or, mm-hmm. or you have the time to, you could just ask people. I'd listen. I don't want to push something down your throat. I'm yeah. just listening. We'll have a conversation and see where we go. And then most people are like, "Oh, okay, then." Mm. More than reasonable. Yeah. Whether they agree with you or disagree with you, or politically. Mm-hmm. 
And then, you know, they say, well, you know, they'll say, I, I wrote Lib Dead most of the time. I wrote Clyde on Vimeo. But, you know, thank you for thank you for stopping having a chat. Yeah. Not many people do. No. And even if... And it still could persuade and them. It, I doubt it. Don't most, well, you don't know, mm. but I doubt it. But on the other side of it, you learn a lot. Yeah. You're able to have a... And and it's important to remember door knocking. So we're focusing on door knocking, so I think it's, it's something it's a, it's we've, a both, big done, we've both done a lot of. And... Um, you know the door knocking side of things. It's like you don't do it because you're trying to change things. You're doing it because it might change people's yeah. minds. And it's it might, creating more potential. And it might change you as well. Yeah, it might make you develop Form your views. Yeah, and develop an opinion and a policy. Mm. Yeah, which which you you know takes it back to your branch and still mm. pee and mm-hmm. and that's how democracy works. Yeah, there we go. It's so important. We should note as well with activism that social media activism. Is something that is more and more important, and more it's and more and more, more important, but it's more and more annoying. <laughs> yes, depending and it, on and how you and approach it, it. Yeah, yeah. And it's irritating because mm-hmm. it's important, and like I said, in the last, it, it can be won or lost on social media. And yeah. it was lost on social media Absolutely, because yeah. because you and again, I know we've spoken about him in the past on the, on the two left feet, but uh, Rory Stewart, who said after the last general election in December twenty nineteen. He said, everyone got into this habit of getting into these little groups where everyone thought they were right. Oh, bubble politics. Bubble politics. Yeah. So you ended up in a forum mm-hmm. or a community on Facebook or, mm-hmm. or Twitter or wherever, where you were only listening to or were friends with people who agreed with you. Mm-hmm. And anyone who didn't agree with you was, you know... Well, I'll tell, tell you a policy to have then for, for people, not not government policy, but like a, just a sort of thought process. You go to meetings because you do want to have the reassurance of your party. You want to have a chat about things that you know, and it's all safe. But we also knock on doors. So we cross opinion and we cross yeah. pollinate and we have a discussion. We sometimes have a be- quite a strong debate. That needs to happen on social media. And activism, that's how you, that's a part to but play. But it can't be the I'm right, you're wrong. No, 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 no. You just you just put a different opinion across. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty. I'll, I'll put something... That I know will annoy some some of me Facebook friends. Yeah, and but I'm, I'm I'll, I'll wait for them to bite. Yeah, if they do bite, I'll have a conversation with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's difficult on Facebook because sometimes where people might say something in jest, mm. and people take it seriously, and then everyone gets offended. And you know, you see, I just I've got just a very strict policy on Facebook. Someone annoys me, I just block them immediately. But I don't that, even engage. But with then them. that's the thing. Yeah, because when could, you block them, sorry, not. I've got a very different view to a lot of people. My level of annoyance is like clear racism or sexism, or I would never block someone because they disagreed with me. Oh right, but yeah. I know some people would they would do that. Yeah, yeah. But but if someone's being horrible to you, absolutely, you just <laughs> you just you just block them. But because mm. so there's a balance to play there. And social media is more difficult because in many ways it's more open, but also a bubble as well. You know, so, so, so yeah. yeah, going Different back stuff to do. Go, going back to the sort of the bigger part of the the, the subject, that we've scratched on basically the importance of activists, mm. of people getting involved. And okay, sometimes you don't feel like it, and you need a break, and that's fine. You you have a break and come back when you're ready. Mm-hmm. But it's important not because you're serving the people at the top; it's because you're serving the people around you. Mm. and you want to make that difference that's why it's important don't see the if if however you feel that the top has been in the past or presently or what your position is you know 
snap decisions. And I'm talking about people who are leaving the party because they're having a, a strop over it. Mm-hmm. Or feel like, whatever it is, don't feel like you have to go because of what's happening at the top of the table because you can make a difference. And for those people who, who feel like we've moved in a better direction, now's the time to be a part of something. Yeah. Put your money where your mouth is now mm-hmm. and make sure that this shadow cabinet removes the term shadow from its title uh-huh. because it starts from you and it starts from you actually putting pulling your well, sleeves local, up local, and getting involved. Local parties live and die on their members and, and their activism. And, you know... You'll Unless you have a lot of money just to pay people to do it for you. Well, yes, this is what I was going on to say. There are other parties in your local community who are viewed automatically as representing their community because that is what they do. They they will go to every county fair. They'll go to every meeting. They'll go seen. to every community thing. Either to be seen, but in many cases, many, lo- many local Tory councillors are fantastic constituency representatives, community representatives. And, and because they... For a brief moment, they put the big politics aside and focus on the on the little things. And in their case, it often makes them look like hypocrites. In our case, it's it's going to be easier. And this is my strong political view. I'm not trying to be neutral now. For us, it's easier to be activists on the local level because we are genuine from top to bottom about what we want to do, which is make society better. And to miss that point, to focus on the big stuff and miss this little stuff, we're going to keep shooting ourselves yeah, yeah. in the foot as a No, party. I agree with that. Because the, the Tories have got it down to a key. To a what? Down to a key. What? Down to a T. Down to a T. <laughs> it's getting late. Down, <laughs> down to a key. Oh, down to a key. I mean, if the Tories are getting it down to a key, that's just... Oh, their, well, that's a whole yeah, other yeah, thing, isn't it? That's their habit coming back. <laughs> no, wait, I mean, not... Down to, that, t, down to a T. They're getting down to a T. And, you know, and they... And, Often it grows really good representatives, but in terms of their party, hypocritical representatives, unfortunately. Well, there we go. And a brief discussion about that. Um, if you have any views or comments yourself, then get in touch on email, labourpod at gmail.com, Twitter and Facebook at labourpod. Um, right, so before we go and end this episode of The Two Left Feet, the unofficial Labour Party podcast, you've waited all episode for this. Begin. There's something from last episode. What? Which we said we were going to reveal who the name of that MP is who you like. Oh, God. And I, I did manage to Google the name Did quickly. you? I, yes. I'd forgotten all about that. It was so Na- long ago. Nadia Whittam is the Nottingham MP who made that speech. That's not the one I was thinking is of. Is it not the one you're thinking of? The, no. But, but she's brilliant as well because she was the controversial one who said she's only going to take a certain amount of the... MP's wage. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, and the other one, I, I do. I, it's so much Shireen. I'm not going to even try and and, and right. figure out what the name is. But you found we, out we, about we, Jay's one. Yeah, we'll, we'll, find, we'll find your one next. Next time. time. <laughs> oh God, this, this, it's going to be an ongoing thing. We should name. This, we this, should talk about an MP each podcast. That'll be a good idea. No, because <laughs> then we've got to do no. 650 oh, of them, haven't we? God <laughs> Almighty! No, not all of them. <laughs> the some that don't even turn up. Um, oh this God. week we're going to talk about Reese Mock. 650 weeks. I mean, that's years. I know. Yeah, I know. Parliament will have been dissolved and reformed. We'd have to start again. In 12 years. That's podcast, ju- No, 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 no. That's, that's an awful idea. 
Well done, though. Right, before we go, so um, listen out next week for the, the brilliant MPs that have come in in December. Um, before you go, question that we started off with, which is if you can make one policy and have it passed without any caveats or anything added onto it, what would it be? Single transferable votes, proportional representation. Oh, God, that's just opened up a subject that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, why? Because it would fundamentally change our politics for the better. For the better? Yeah. What you've got to think about, more progressive, the progressive wing of our elections, of our, of our political spectrum, won more votes in this last election. If the system was proportional, the progressive wing of our country would have won. And yes. in... However... But the reason they lost was because of the system we have. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it was... I mean, how many votes did we get this time around? Nearly 11 million? Yeah. As opposed to the Tories, 13. Yeah. Which is still more. I mean, mm. they still have the, a majority. Mm. But, but we could have formed a really good progressive coalition yeah. if we'd had a proportional system. Yes. I mean, Christ, the Green Party would yeah. be... Have massive I mean, representation. I mean, don't don't think about the percentages. Think about the bonus in seats the Tories got. Right, we were only three million apart or two million apart. How many more seats did they win than us? Oh yeah, ridiculous. How many amount. how many seats per person ridiculous did they win? Amount, yeah. And and that's 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 the problem with and that's why you need proportional representation. Okay, well here's is the um the the throwback to that one. That's how the Nazis got into the Reichstag because they were using proportional representation, which means that. If you had it in this country, you would have the BNP represented it. Do you want to have a platform for them? Because they would gain seats. UKIP would gain seats. UKIP would gain seats. And the BNP would have had representation in... And the, the National Pro- Front. And the National Front. Well, not the National Front, because they're, they're banned as a... As a now, a but back, in, back, group. back, yeah, in, back the in the day. Yes, and that's, that's why we have the rule of law, because we have the ability to ban groups which are hateful and But then and what if mean. it's political... A political party. Well, this is how, how the Nazis how, got the Nazis got into power, not just because of proportional representation. It was a factor, I admit. To it was, start off, it with. was also because at the beginning they had a you know the, the system, the Weimar Republic was was suffering on multiple levels, not just democracy. Yeah. It also was because they committed a coup, which allowed them to take power. Now, your argument would suggest not only it would allow UKIP and others to get representation. It doesn't therefore follow through that they would be able to gain power because the Nazis didn't gain power through legitimate means. And any kind of political system you have needs to have strong rules and regulations and principles to support it. Now, we can look at our system and the fact our electoral system is not the only part of it which is wrong with it. We don't have a constitution. We still have a monarchy. We don't have a set con- uh, set. Bill of Rights, for example. We do have the Human Rights Act, but that's going to be curtailed in the next couple of years. Just you watch. And the electoral system is one part which, if we changed, it would hopefully set about a series of constitutional reforms. That's it. There we go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that one because I, I can't. What about you? What's your policy that you came up with? Uh, free education for all. I've said this before. Yes, no, and I, I, and I completely agree with that. And I, so. and I realised in the last time we spoke about that, I cut you off before you said something, which then I realised afterwards what you were going to say, and I just went, yes, and all of it. Um, You're not going to ask me to remember what that is, do you? No, because I, I, I said free education for all, and then you said, what, everything? And I said, yes, everything. And, and then you were about to say, and I went, everything? And I think you were about to say, what about the silly courses that shouldn't exist? I wasn't going to describe it as that. I was going to reference back to something you mentioned before. David Beckham studies. 
yeah, or Harry Potter studies, or, uh, yes. or whatever you know, and any ridiculous story yeah. you read in in a you know those those things. Okay, no, it has to be. I would I would list things that must be seen as necessary. I think I think the criteria would have to be sort of it would have a, to be everything unless unless it is rather, a ridiculous yeah rather than. Here's a set. Ca- here's yeah. a, here's a Cause, list. Because otherwise, yeah. that, that that all that would invoke is that universities would put up as many crap courses as possible mm. to fill yeah. up seats as much as possible. Well, it's arguably what they do already. Which so is what they, they do already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly what they do. <laughs> yeah, exactly what they do because they're business. But what I what I worry <gasps> about. That's why I, I hated hated university because it behaved like a business. Yeah. Because well, it wasn't a place of learning, it. it wasn't a place of education. That's why you're in the Labour Party, Dad. Because various things which behave like businesses annoy you, I presume. When they shouldn't behave, yeah, like, businesses, behave like businesses, and things that are business, yeah. oh, and then it's the other way around for mm. other things. The thing with with that idea of of saying everything is free and therefore some subjects won't be free is, I worry that there would be a set list, and then we would start getting into debates why well, STEM subjects more important than humanities and that sort. Of no, thing. no, no. I think there has to be. No, it's not. It's not that. It's when it's a a lot of these courses are ridiculous courses mm. purely to gain profit, right? But how do you determine that? Right, no one is ever going to use David Beckham studies yeah. as a thing. So in, you'd in have a to career. set a, rig, a regular a rigorous criteria, which does already exist. A certain set, you know, to qualify to qualify for. I can't remember what the system is, but it's the there's there's a particular national board of qualifications which sets what you have to do to be classed as a degree. We would have to make that more strict, wouldn't we, I suppose? I but yeah. As as we as we are, I, are always in danger of doing what, that, what, I'm turning a general conversation in, into a, a niggly technical discussion yeah, about the, policy. I mean, <laughs> just getting, oh, worry about that Look, you thing. brought up the Nazis. I'm gonna bring up the board of the board of whatever. <laughs> Careful now. I only brought I only brought those up as an example because yeah. that was ten years ago when we had a referendum with um, what was the? Oh, I can't remember. Alternative vote. Alternative vote. I'm not proposing alternative vote. No, but something different. But within within that, the argument at the time was: mm-hmm. Oh, do you remember your history lessons? That's how that's how that yeah. happened. Yeah, and that's a ridiculous argument. That, which that hopefully I've I've sort of no diluted. Well, <laughs> made worse. Uh, right. So that begi- that brings us to the end of this episode of Two Left Feet, the unofficial Labour Party podcast. Uh, we hope that you've enjoyed this one. If you have, like, share, subscribe, and comment. Get in touch again if if there's anything that you feel that you humanoids out there want to discuss. Which is an email is labourpod at gmail dot com. Twitter and Facebook at labourpod. So then, I think um, I don't know when the next record. We'll talk off air about when we'll record again. Um, given that the state of the world is changing very rapidly day mm. by day. So we'll see when we can get the next one recorded and hopefully give you a bit of an opportunity to forget about those things by talking inane things about within what's happening within the Labour Party. <laughs> and this last hour or so, you know, you, you've forgotten that they've even existed. So all you people out there, stay safe, stay well, and um, we'll see you on the next episode. So until next time, farewell, humanoids. Bye.